Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 203, and today we're going to be talking about how someone turned frustration, a product dud, I just did that in quotes, into success. This is a real story. This is going to be a Facebook post inside of the TAS community, and I'm going to be sharing with you what this gentleman wrote. Okay, and how he felt that a thousand dollar per month product was a dud, and what people responded to this post, some of their thoughts. I thought it was interesting, and I didn't want it to just be buried inside of the community because there's so much activity that goes on over there. And if you guys are not part of the TAS community that's growing, which is just awesome, and you guys that are listening, that are podcast listeners, in community members over in the TAS community, you guys rock, you guys are awesome, and anyone that's not over there and they want to get involved, uh, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB, F as in Frank, B as in boy. Uh, It's a great community, Uh, there's a lot of people in there that are doing some amazing things, they're sharing, they're helping each other, Uh, we do have a strong policy to keep spammers out of there, so I have a full-time admin that's over there, so anyone that is posting spam, uh, they're getting uh, banned immediately, Uh, if you guys see anyone over there spamming, all you need to do is flag the post, my admin will see it, boom, they're gone, so if you are in there, Keep helping us clean it up. It's been pretty good, actually, lately, and we've been keeping a pretty good hand on it. But uh, yeah, just head over there. Make yourself involved. I'm telling you, if you guys want to connect with like-minded people, go over there. doesn't mean you have to connect with everyone. Find two, three, four people that you want to follow or that you want to reach out to. That's a great way to be able to uh, to connect with these like-minded people. Now, I'm going to stop rambling here because I get excited about the community because I think they're awesome. I just got back from the event, which you guys heard me talk about in the past episode or the last episode. Um, I was out in Denver, and uh, that was an amazing time, and I met a lot of listeners and a lot of people that are in that Facebook community, and it just really excites me because people are awesome. There are really still a lot of great people in the world, and I was able to see that firsthand hand. All right. So today what we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to share with you, I'm going to be reading to you what he had wrote, but then also what other people were writing. And I'm also going to give you my thoughts on it because there's some things that I agree with and some things that I don't, but we're going to be talking about how he turned this frustration. Okay. This product uh, dud into success. And he didn't even really know it was success until other people started to chime in. So I want to share that with you before we jump into that. I did want to remind you guys that we have full show notes and transcripts to the episodes now. So if you want to download the full transcripts or maybe just the show notes, you want to go check those out. Anything that we add to this show that we talk about, any links, any of that stuff can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 203. Okay, so that's the amazing seller.com forward slash 203. You'll find everything over there. And uh, yeah, if you have any other questions or anything like that, you can always leave comments there. Uh, just get involved, like I said. Or also, I'm going to be putting the Facebook post that I'm referring to in the show notes today, too. So you can go directly there and see what other people are saying. And I'm sure more people are going to chime in now that this has been aired on the podcast. So let's go ahead and dig in. What do you say? Let's, uh, let's go ahead and check this out. So what I'm going to be doing Again, I'm doing this on the fly. I just logged in and I'm looking now. So 
at this post I'm going to be sharing. So it's a little different than I'm normally doing, so bear with me, all right? But I promise this is going to be useful, all right? So this is what Alex Strainer, I think that's how you pronounce your last name, Alex. I apologize. You guys all know if you guys are longtime listeners, I'm terrible with names, and I apologize. But Alex Strainer, Strainer, uh, S-T-R-E-N-E-R, I apologize again. I know I probably butchered that. I apologize. So this is what he wrote, okay? Just sharing a non-success slash frustration story. Hey guys, just want to share my story. I've been at this for like six months and I'm not doing very well. I have my first product up. It's doing barely anything. Six a day with pay-per-click on, on two days with pay-per-click off. I'm set to be receiving 1,560 more units in a week. So I'll try to do another giveaway to bump the BSR and hopefully it stays high, but that looks like a wash. Maybe a thousand dollars per month in profit if I'm lucky, AKA a dud. Got a $10,000 interest-free loan for product number two, and I'm having problems finding something decent. I know I'm in a good spot, but I am uh, but I got into this to escape the rat race and work for myself. It looks like uh, that at least another one year away, and I've already been doing this for half a year. Frankly, it drives me up a wall to see these screenshots of, hey, look, I'm doing 40 sales a day with zero reviews. He he he. Uh, while I'm struggling to even get five sales a day. Sorry, just had a rant. I'm just extremely agitated, a dud, and another three months to wait at least before I get product number two going. That's what I've been, that's what I've gotten half a year of goddamn effort. All right. So that's what the frustration is. You can tell just by, uh, the way that Alex is writing that he's frustrated. Alex, if you are listening to this, uh, I feel for you. Uh, I, I totally do. And, you know, Again, I haven't had like all of the success like consistently, right? There's been ups and downs and, you know, in anything that I've done, not just this business, but other businesses, right? So it's just part of the game. And, you know, I talked at the uh, Rocky Mountain Resellers Conference. I, I did a, uh, a live uh, keynote there and I talked all about kind of creating your success plan and, uh, and what you need to do it for and kind of like how you figure that stuff out. And it sounds like, you know, your main motivation is just to leave that nine to five. And I get it, right? I get that. But you also have to have that plan in place. And you do have the plan and you're executing it, but you're getting a little impatient, in, in my opinion, okay? And, and I get it, though. It can get frustrating, right? It's like working out, right? You're, you're working out for a solid month and you're not seeing the results yet. It gets frustrating. Or maybe you're seeing a little bit, but just not what you had hoped for. And it's true, right? That that happens. Let me just say this though, and I always share this whenever I do one of my workshops or whenever I can. But you know, there's a there's a percentage out there that there's like three percent of people that technically succeed, and there's ninety seven percent that don't succeed. They start something, but they don't finish. And what they'll do is they'll end up working for the three percent. The three percent are the ones that they hit a wall and they keep pounding through until they get through that wall, or they'll pivot and go around the wall, or over the wall, or under the wall, right? Those are just, you know, they're just growing pains. That's just what happens. And what I can say is I guarantee, I guarantee you, Alex, that you have a lot more knowledge and a lot more experience than a lot of people out there because you took action and you've been through the process. So don't look at this as a complete failure. And you're going to hear by some of the people that have commented that they don't think of this as a failure. I mean, $1,000 profit per month. You know, I mean, even if it was $800 a month or even $500 a month, right? That's a car payment for a lot of people. You know, it's, it could be more than a car payment. It could be, you know, you could think about it as your kid's tuition if you go to a private school, uh, you know, any of that stuff. So 
A lot of people shortchange themselves. They're looking for the home run. They're looking for the home run day one, and you can't do that, okay? You're going to get frustrated if you do that, and you're probably going to get let down. So don't go at this thing like you're going to hit a home run. Go up there and hit a base hit, right, or bunt for a base hit, right? You don't have to go out there and hit it out of the park. I know that you want to get out of your day job. I know it. I get it, right? But it does take time. It takes patience and it takes consistent action. You have to do it over and over again. Even if you fail or you think you fail, you need to rinse and repeat, but then just learn from what you just did, right? Most businesses, most businesses go out there and they fail the first two, three, four years and sometimes then they just give up, right? But if you keep at it, you have a greater chance of succeeding, right? So you can't stop. Now, you can learn from what you did, but you can't stop, all right? It doesn't sound like you're going to, but I just need to say that, all right? So um, let me just kind of chime in here and say what some people said. Um, so one person, this Alan, he, he chimed in, and he just basically said, it's hard to know the problem without seeing your listing, but it would appear to be a conversion issue if you uh, are sure that there is demand, again, which I've talked a lot about, guys, right? We need to make sure that there's demand, um, in which case you really need to focus on trying to improve your images, your copy, and your reviews. I'd, uh, or in, uh, it'd work. Uh, in most cases, if you change your images um, and your copy, meaning your, uh, you know, your bullets and your, you know, your benefits, your features, all that stuff, um, and then follow up on customers for reviews. Um, so that was Alan's suggestion, which I agree with. I think that if you have a conversion problem, uh, then we need to fix that, right? So if we have room for improvement, then let's work on that. Don't just think about finding the next product yet. Okay, if, we're, if there's things that we can still do to improve the conversion, now the conversion could be fixed by reviews, right? If you have a low amount of reviews, but your competitor has more reviews, like quite a bit more reviews, that can be a huge conversion problem. An image could make your conversions go up or down. Um, I was at the event. Here's, here's something for you guys. I was at the event the other, um, the other week. Again, really excited about being there. I learned a ton. And just like this little nugget here, there was someone in, in our... Um, or, or not, wasn't even on the hot seat. He was just in attendance. But the guy was doing, I think he's doing about eighty dollars to $100,000 a month, which is crazy, right? Crazy. I'm jealous, right? But I'm excited for him and I'm excited to learn from him, right? But he was there to learn from us and he learned a ton from us that, that day, which was kind of crazy too, right? How can someone that's doing eighty dollars or k a month learn from us that aren't doing that much? Well, there's things that we're doing that could take his product and bring it to the next level. But that's a whole nother topic. But the one thing he shared that they tested was in his image, you could put up just one image with like the the uh, the, the product kind of lined up evenly. So if you had a product that had three components to it, you could line it up nice and evenly. Or you could take and throw them around on the image in multiple, you know, kind of like a scattered look. Well, he tested that and he tested it with the same amount of traffic. And that's the other thing. If you're going to test anything, you want to go ahead and test over how many how many um, people visit the listing, not just how many days it goes, right? You want to see how many sessions that you've had. So if you've had, let's say, 100 sessions, then you want to test that with another 100 sessions. I'd probably go more like 500 to 1,000. So if it takes a week, then it takes a week. If it takes two weeks, it takes two weeks. But you need to measure it with the same amount of sessions. So what he did is he tried it with the one image for let's say 500, I forget what the number was, but like let's just say 500 sessions, and then he tried it another, uh, you know, for another 500 sessions with a different image of those of those pieces of the uh, the product scattered, and one of them being more lined up evenly. 
And the one that was scattered converted like, I think he said like 10% higher or something crazy, at least 6%. It was higher, a lot higher. Um, and there's one product that I have right now that I could do that with. I'm going to test that. I haven't tested it yet. I haven't had enough time on it since I've gotten back, but that's one thing on my list that I'm going to test, right? So again, these are things that you wouldn't think of maybe, but they could make a difference. So conversions are definitely a huge thing. You got to look at your traffic. You got to look at your sessions. Your sessions are going to tell you a lot. If you're getting the sessions, but you're not getting the sales, there's a problem there. We need to fix that problem. We need to fix, or we need to bridge that gap somehow. And it could be reviews. It could be images. It could be copy. It could be any of that stuff. All right. So let me just move on now to what Nick Graham says. Uh, first question, where did you get the $10,000 interest free? So he wanted to know that. And I'm not sure if he said that in here or I would say it, but you can go over to this post and you can kind of weed through it and see because there's a ton of comments here. Um, so basically he said also, um, also $1,000 profit would make up um, the pay cut I just took for a job closer to or closer to home. So uh, so one man's dud, you know, is basically another guy's treasure in a sense, right? Um, so then another guy, Gary says $1,000 profit is great. That's more than most. If I had 10 of those, you're set. Or if you had 10 of those, you're set. Now we're starting to think, right? So, you know, maybe, and someone else just chimed in and said, exactly, right? So you might be thinking to yourself, well, there's just this, you know, this, this one product and it's only doing a thousand dollars profit. Well, if you got four of those, that's 4,000, right? If you got five, that's five. That's why I talk about the 10 by 10 by one, right? 10 sales per day, $10 profit per, you know, per sale, one product. That's, that's a hundred dollars per day. That's $3,000 a month. So maybe that's where, where you go after, or maybe in this case, it's a thousand dollars per product. So if you got five products, that's $5,000. I agree with that. So Gary uh, highlighted that and he's right on the money. And then, um, you know, a few other people chimed in and said, exactly. Um, So let me see here. Okay, so then Nick, he chimed back in again and he says, you have no idea how much your your post has encouraged me. If you're profiting $1,000 on a dud, then I just need to find three duds and my wife can be a stay-at-home mom. I'm not being sarcastic either. I love this group. So basically he's just saying like, you know, to him, that would have been awesome. Uh, you know what I mean? So, and then Alex chimed in. He says, um, he says, Nick, you in turn have encouraged me as well, but finding three sounds great in theory. Then you realize that if you're launching products one by one, launching three takes about a year and probably well over. And I, you know, I see what Alex is saying here, but it doesn't have to be right. Again, I, I, I can't stress this enough. You have to try to find products that you don't have to wait three months to get to market, right? Even if you test on a smaller scale, right? Be able to test three or four products quicker by not going after and doing customization, like full customization. I'm talking about just like, I'm not saying generic either. I'm saying like small tweaks that can be done quicker and then not going by boat right away. That's why a lot of people say, well, Scott, why don't you go by boat? Why don't you do freight forwarding? Why don't you do all that stuff yet? The the thing is, I don't want to do that yet because I'm still going, uh, you know, the route of, you know, air. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot less time and I can get things to market to test them quicker. I could do smaller orders. I don't have to do a full boat, you know, or a full container and all that stuff. That's just me. Right. But again, I'm listening to Nick say, but I don't want to wait another three months. Well, don't wait another three months. You know, do something that you can get to market quicker now, even if it's more generic that you can maybe customize with a custom box that won't take that long. And then maybe get something that's smaller that you can air ship and not sea ship right now, or maybe split it up and do half of the order uh, by air and make a little less money and then do the other half by boat. I've heard other people do that. So there's other options there for you, Alex. So you don't have to wait three months, but I get it, right? But if it does take you three months, well, then it takes you three months, right? Then now you're at $2,000 or maybe that next one will be the $2,000 product a month or $3,000. You won't know 
until you do it. But I do believe, and I haven't seen your listing or anything like that or your product that you're selling, but I think that there's probably things you can do to get that number to go up. I really do. Um, so again, Nick pipes in here and says, uh, uh, also, if you're having uh, to pump a lot of time into pay-per-click and such, that's kind of sort of defeating the purpose. Then again, an hour or two a day managing pay-per-click uh, campaign still beats eight hours a day at a job. And I like my day job. Uh, well, okay, so Nick kind of likes his day job, so he wouldn't rather be doing that. I personally wouldn't mind playing around with pay-per-click. Um, so anyway, so, and then he just kind of goes in, you might seek out a vetted consultant or coach for a one-on-one time call to kind of help him with the pay-per-click stuff. Um, again, yeah, reach out to the group, reach out to other people that you think could help you if you're struggling with the pay-per-click stuff. The pay-per-click stuff to me will help you not just make more sales to make more sales. It'll help you start to rank. And I think that's the big picture. You really should be thinking about how you can rank for more keywords by using pay-per-click, but not just depending on pay-per-click. I don't want to rely on pay-per-click for all my sales. I want that to help me push organic sales. Um, so again, going down the list here, ton of threads. Um, Jeff says here, Jeff Nelson says, just spiking your BSR does nothing, FYI. So don't do giveaways just to spike your BSR. It's a waste. I agree, right? So I don't look at doing a promo to just spike my BSR. That's like, it's like an added benefit in a sense. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't do anything really to help you rank necessarily unless you're using super URLs or key, keyword URLs, which I'm hearing are less effective as we move forward and they probably will become even more less effective. Um, but to me, it's more about getting the review started. And yes, you kind of get on the radar of Amazon because there's been some sales, but it, to me, it, it's not about the BSR bump. It's not about that. It's about the reviews. The reviews that are going to allow you to convert higher. And if you convert higher, you're going to get more sales. If you get more sales, you're going to rank higher, right? So let's think about that. You're doing pay-per-click because you want to get sales. Yes, but you want to get sales through keywords so you rank for those keywords. That's what I think that you should be focusing on or anyone focusing on. The reviews are going to help you convert higher. So let's just take, for example, let's say that you're running pay-per-click right now and you have one review. Okay. And let's say that you get 500 people to come over to that listing and let's say that you convert at 5%. Okay. So, you know, what did I say? 500. Let's make it easier. Let's say we get a hundred people over there. That's going to be five sales, right? And you got one review. Now let's say that we run that same pay-per-click and we have 50 reviews. Now let's say that we convert at only 10%. I think you would convert higher, but let's just say 10%. Well, now you've doubled your sales with the same amount of ad spend, right? Because now you have more reviews and the reviews are social proof for the people that are viewing the product. That's where your conversions can jump, right? So that's where your pay-per-click comes in, all right? So again, let me, uh, there's a bunch of replies on that one there. Uh, Alex says, I'm on page two for my main keyword and I'm trying to get onto page one. What else can I do to get there? I've optimized everything professionally, including copy and images. Well, I would number one, look at my back end, make sure that your keywords are in the back end that you want to rank for. But the only thing that you can really, really do to help rank for that one main keyword, which I don't think that there's a lot of people trying to rank for their main keyword and I'm, I'm putting up the air quotes because they want to, they, they think that once they get there, boom, the sales are going to go through the roof and they may, but there's a lot of other keywords that you're probably leaving um, out or you're not focusing on that you can start ranking for easier than trying to rank for just the number one. But if you want to rank for the number one keyword, the way that you're going to have to go about this is number one, you have to have a fairly decent converting page listing. Okay, 
And you're going to be able to look at that in the back end. You can see your conversion rate right there, your sessions, and then it tells you your conversion rate. And if you look at that, then that's going to give you a good understanding is, okay, if I now start running pay-per-click for that exact keyword, now you can do exact match. You can do phrase match. I would start with phrase match, and then I would put in my, my main keyword, and then I would see what other extenders on there or you know the keywords that are on the front end i would start to see what other people are searching for with the main phrase in there so like garlic press but it might also be stainless steel garlic press so that's what i would do uh but when you start to get sales through this keyword or let's say you start to get clicks through this keyword if you're if your listing is converting well then there's a good chance that you're going to start selling through that keyword and then guess what you start ranking for that keyword So you want to start pushing sales through that keyword as much as possible, even if you're spending more than you're making at first, okay, because that's going to push you to page one if that's what you think it's going to take. And the only way you're going to know that is to give that a shot. But I personally think that it shouldn't just be one keyword that you're shooting for. I think it should be at least five and upwards of 10 that are like your main bread and butter keywords, right? The other thing is, is if you're running an auto campaign, start looking and seeing what the keywords are being searched for from your actual customers. Like, look at that stuff. It's right there in black and white, right? They're giving you that data after you run an auto campaign. Or if you're running a broad match campaign, if you're running a broad match campaign, well, now you're going to be able to see all of the keywords that are that that you're, you're getting clicks through. But then more importantly, when you pull that report, you're going to see that that one keyword that was broad triggered 10 other keywords off of that one broad. That's how that works. And if you guys are kind of lost on the whole pay-per-click thing, you know, we've done episodes in the past. Um, If you just go to the blog and and search, you know, PPC, you'll find it or sponsored ads. Um, One that comes to mind, I believe, is uh, episode, let me see here. I believe it is episode 119. Uh, Let me see here if I can find that for you guys while I'm here live. So bear with me. I'm not even going to pause. I believe it's 119. Uh, Let me see here real quick. I'm doing this on the fly, guys, with you guys. Let's see. 119. I just searched for it. Uh, Yeah, it is. Wow. Pretty good memory. Uh, That's uh, episode 119, how to use the new Amazon PPC to receive more sales step-by-step plan. I did that with Chris Schaefer. We broke everything down with all the new features and everything. So definitely check that one out if you haven't. That'll definitely help with that. Um, Okay, so then uh, let's see. uh, Alex uh, or Jeff comes in and says, hey, Alex, how about the other 100 keywords besides your main one? Yeah, see? So so Jeff gets it too. So again, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I would definitely, definitely look into that. Um, And I'm not going to go ahead and read through this whole thread, but there's a ton. There's a ton in here. Um, Yeah, there's a ton. So definitely check this thread out, guys. Um, let's see, uh, Todd comes in and says, I was making less than a thousand dollars a month on my own website for three years, stuck in a rat race job, struggling to stay positive until last year. I was able to drop the nine to five, just stick at it, find something that works and repeat it over and over again. Eventually your time will come. I love that, Todd. If you're listening, Todd, thank you for that encouragement. Um, Alex comes in and says, thanks, Todd. That's the goal. I always love hearing. I, uh, I grinded away at it for three years and now I'm successful stories way more than, Hey, it's my first day. And I sold 90, uh, stories. Those just frustrate me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that because you know what? I don't think anyone just out of the gate all of a sudden, you know, starts getting sales. Uh, you know, it takes time, it takes work and you know, you're going to maybe come out of the gate and maybe you do have, you hit a double, right? Maybe you hit a triple, But that doesn't mean that you're going to be always hitting those doubles and triples or home runs, right? So you have to understand that it does take time. 
you know, I mean, a perfect example is I launched my first product. It took a little bit to get it going. Once I got it going, it kind of took off. But now, since then, we're talking almost two years later now, that one there is, is, has dipped, right? But that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, the other products that I launched, I haven't learned stuff from and, and I'm going to do things differently. So you just need to learn through that process. Um, and then uh, let's see, Todd comes back in and says, yeah, the super immediate success stories are annoying, uh, as others have mentioned. Um, so, yeah, so just basically duplicate it and do it again. Um, he's got about, Todd says, I've got about 15 SKUs on Amazon that do over a thousand a month some way over, and I've got about 20 that do less than that. It all adds up, and I'm um, scooting under the radar because no one is going after these duds. I like it, in in quotes. So yeah, you know, go after the duds, guys. Go after the $1,000 per month duds, I guess, is uh, is probably one big takeaway here. Um, so again, there's a ton inside of this thread, and I just wanted to share with you some of it, but there's a ton here. Um, Travis Long uh, comes in here as well. says, like many others here, making $1,000 a month would be welcomed here. My goal uh, with my first product is actually to make $1,000 a month. It's It may seem low, but I rent out two rooms in my house for that amount. <laughs> anyway, my first product I chose um, not to go crazy into super competitive niche. That would require giveaways, which is why I'm okay selling and making less. I needed to pull the trigger on a, on a product to get myself out of the product selection um, that I had been in for months. Now that I have my product and my photos and listing set up, all I have to, all I have left to do is finish my keywords and mail it into Amazon. I'm excited to have learned the other part of this business that is not product selection. And once my listing is active, there is still a ton for me to learn, all which will help my second product. Thanks for your post. Even though you were posting in frustrating, it motivates people like myself who are still getting started. And then Nick chimes back in. That's exactly where I'm at. I've let myself get stuck trying to find the perfect product and I've got nothing to show for it. I'm beginning sourcing this week. Nick, I think you 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 nailed it, right? You don't have to go after that that perfect product. Uh, you know, I, I think um I think it was the guy that uh, that created um, what is it LinkedIn. He he had a quote that he said that if you've launched your pro or if if you've launched your product and you haven't um, gotten people uh, or that you've been embarrassed by or something like that, I think it was, and you've then you've launched it too late. Now I'm not saying go out there and launch crappy products. All I'm saying is. A lot of the successful people out there say that, you know what, get it to market, see what the market says, and then adjust, make it better, and then learn from it. And we can learn from other people's reviews, right? If we're if we're looking at our products that are that are just kind of mediocre, and then we're looking at the reviews, we can find out what we should be improving upon it. And I've talked about that before, but I wanted to say that again because it's really, really important. All of that stuff is there for us publicly. Like, think about that. Could you ever imagine years ago opening up a pizza shop and then wondering what your competitors are saying about, you know, negative uh, remarks that they're saying about that company? If you could, you could have went in and been better at that, right? People complaining about how the pizza tastes or how the service was or how it wasn't clean or whatever, right? You could have picked up on these things that now is just kind of like, we're just used to it, right? It's just like, that's just common, right? So just understand, it's a huge opportunity, huge. Um, and let me just say here, uh, another uh, another person chimed in here and says, big things often happen, or yeah, I'm sorry, big things often have small beginnings. I like that. 
Um, and then Justin popped in here and says, partner with someone for help or research more. 10,000 is enough to get a great product that can get you like 30 to 40 sales or more per day. Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't necessarily think we have to go after 30 or 40 sales a day. I think what we're talking about, again, is going after smaller sales volume, but then getting more SKUs. I think that's good. Um, someone else chimed in here and just said patience. Uh, <laughs> Torin says, slow down, cowboy. Going from the rat race to fully sustaining yourself on your startup in under a year is pretty lofty and nearly a achievable goal. Don't set the bar so high that you set yourself up for failure. You've brought a product to market. That's more than most people can say. Now learn from it. Move forward and keep growing. My first market was flooded between the time I placed my first order and the time I went live. I get two to four sales a day at $5 each profit before pay-per-click. Basically a break-even or lost most of the time. A total dud. Second product, faster and easier to source, easier to brand, cost less than pay-per-click, got moving faster with no reviews, and it averages 50 to $60 a day in net profit on six or seven sales. You can do it. Just pick yourself up and try again. I love it. And then Alex says, thanks. Really needed to read this. Think I expected too much too soon. Lesson learned. I love it. Lesson learned, Alex. That is sweet. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. I'm going to just give you one more. John says, uh, John Walter says, get four more products like the one you have and you're off to a good start. The notion of one product and now it's my full-time job is a bit unrealistic. Diversify, having a line of products, keep adding to the line, good luck. And I think that that is perfect. And then Andrea um, says, exactly. So there's a bunch more, uh, there's a ton more here, guys. So I would definitely recommend you going over there and uh, and reading this. And someone piped in here. I'm just scrolling in. You poor thing. The only profiting $1,000 a month with one product. Uh, ungrateful whiner. Uh, and I think he was saying it kind of to be funny. Uh, so again, just wanted to say thank you for posting that, Alex, and putting it out there. It really resonated with a lot of people, including myself, because I think a lot of people want to hear more about, you know, not always having a home run. And it's just... You know, we all kind of hear, okay, he's making a hundred thousand dollars a month, or he's making fifty thousand dollars a month, you know, like after he just started, like you know, two days ago. And I, I get it, it's not realistic, and I don't expect that myself. Slow and steady growth is what we're trying to do here. And again, I believe that Amazon is the starting point, right? This is where we start. If you have a product that's selling well on Amazon, there's most likely a good chance that you can sell it off of Amazon on your own platform, which we'll talk about more as we move through this, even including myself. That's why I'm going to be talking about that moving forward. But uh, I just wanted to, again, just say thanks for posting that and everyone else that came in and and kind of chimed in and, and made him feel better, but also kind of just pulled together as a community. And that's why I love the TAS community. So if you're not a part of that, you're missing out. It's a great community. And I wanted to just, again, publicly say to everyone that is in that community that's adding value, that's helping each other, willing to share, I want to thank each and every one of you. There's enough to go around, and I believe I believe that. So definitely keep sharing. And again, if you want to go check the Facebook group out, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F is in Frank, B is in boy. That's for Facebook. And uh, again, I just wanted to say you guys are absolutely amazing. If you guys are listening to this for the very first time, this whole business can be overwhelming, right? I mean, there's a lot of different moving parts. And if you guys want a better idea of what it takes to find a product, to source a product, to do a launch, to do a promotion, all of that stuff, 
I actually do a live workshop where I'm there live teaching exactly the steps that I took from start to finish. And also now a lot of people that listen to the podcast or are in my class are following exactly and they're getting results. So you can do the same. So if you want to attend one of my live workshops where, you, where we talk about this stuff, we also go through some live Q&A, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And there, again, I'll be there live to answer any questions you have after we run through the five phases for launching a product. All right, so that's it, guys. That's going to wrap up this episode. I want to say one more time and remind you guys another time because I've done this many times now and I want to do it one more time and I'll do it again. I just want to remind you that I'm here for you and I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me and say it loud and say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next.